All right, so Donald Trump's been indicted on felony charges, four charges for working to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election, and then the run-up to the riot at the U.S. Capitol. So the Justice Department saying that they're going to hold him accountable for his alleged effort to block the peaceful transfer of presidential power. This is the third criminal case against Donald Trump. What does it all mean? Javid Ali is the associate professor of practice at the Ford School of Public Policy at the University of Michigan, also a former U.S. Uh, official on counterterrorism. And he joins us this afternoon here on JR Afternoon. Javid, great to have you. Thanks for having me. Uh, walk me through these charges. What do these mean and what 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 could this spell for Donald Trump? Well, describe uh, roughly the, the charges in this latest case. So this is the of the three different cases in front of Donald Trump. Now, a lot of legal experts and national security experts are suggesting that this might be the one that poses the most jeopardy. And these are the most serious charges in terms of the gravity of the crimes. Now, what we don't know, because this part of the process hasn't started yet, is how how strong are these charges from the Department of Justice side? And um, what is the weight of evidence that they're going to have to prevent or present to a jury uh, and prove beyond a reasonable doubt that President Trump did indeed um, commit these crimes? So so we're only in the early phases of, of this particular case right now. But again, on just the face value of the charges alone, I would argue of the three different cases, that this is the most serious one. Now, Donald Trump is going to continue to maintain. He can say, look, I thought this thing was stolen. I, I think it's stolen. I have I have reason to believe that it's stolen. Um, but those are I mean, those are really just words. And and so, I, I, you know, I think he's going to say, well, I have people around me that tell me that this thing was stolen. I have people around me that I trust advisors, people that I count on for for keeping their ear on the ground to, to tell me things. And I believe what they're telling me. Is that a is that a plausible? Is that a reasonable defense? Can he? Can he uh, kind of maintain willful blindness, if you will, as a way to to shield himself from these charges? Well, I'm sure there will be several uh, approaches that the defense team will use to, to try to um, you know, diminish any culpability for President Trump. But as these as the current case and one of the four charges show that he was the central player in this conspiracy to promote this narrative, this false narrative that the election was stolen. So I think on that basis alone, um, that it's going to be very difficult for him to to somehow suggest that he himself was not part of that element of the conspiracy when, again, that the case that DOJ is bringing forward is that he himself was centrally driving it. And one of the charges also stems uh, to, or is aligned to the rhetoric that he was using to promote the the narrative that the election was stolen. So I think this is going to be a, a difficult part of the legal strategy. There will be other things the defense team uh, tries to use, but I think that one will be a tough burden for, for him to overcome. So the D.C. Circuit with the U.S. Court of Appeals has, has been split on how to define obstruction of an official proceeding. This would be, uh, this is, would be, for example, what those who have been charged that were in that breached the Capitol, that went inside, they were a, a charged with obstruction of a, an official proceeding in an attempt to co- block Congress from confirming Joe Biden's victory back in 2020. So th- you've got the U.S. Court of Appeals in D.C. split on 
on the definition of this crime. Could could that ambiguity on obstruction of an official proceeding at the court of appeals level play into how this thing moves forward? Sure. I mean, there's there's the obstruction uh, on the physical side that we've seen with hundreds of charges for people who committed crimes on January 6th. Now, the type of obstruction that DOJ is bringing forward for um, for Donald Trump is, is different. It's not the physical obstruction. Obviously, he was sure. in the Capitol. Um, but that will be another interesting part of the legal case as it unfolds. How these different interpretations of of the law or, or cases before apply in the circumstance now of uh, President Trump, and that all remains to be seen as well. Do you feel like you know? I I think that the DOJ has come under pressure by some and and come under fire by some. Uh, for for what what some people will call a two tiered level of justice in the justice system, right? And you, people point to well Hillary Clinton or the the investigation that John Durham pulled in and said that there really was no evidence leading to Donald Trump colluding with Russia. It, so so there is this perceived notion that the DOJ and and everybody that falls under that umbrella has a, a, a almost an axe to grind in some cases. But with Donald Trump, there is a, a, a certain level of, of efficiency run in these investigations. And I think with that, you know, Jack Smith has been touted as a no-nonsense, doesn't pick sides, there's no political uh, nature or bone in his body when it comes to investigations. He follows the facts. Is there, is there, is there anything here that would suggest that Jack Smith doesn't have the proper uh, receipts when he when he brings it to a grand jury and, and shows what evidence he has and brings the testimony forward. Is there any doubt that he doesn't have the necessary evidence to lead to these charges against Donald Trump? Yeah, I know Jack Smith. Personally, I was in the FBI for the bulk of my federal career, but not on the legal side. Sure. Um, uh, so I can't speak to, to Jack Smith at that level. But again, he was handpicked by uh, Attorney General Garland. He's got a long career uh, in the Department of Justice, as, as, just as you described, sort of a no-nonsense prosecutor. When I was in government, I likewise did not try to, to play politics with the issues we were working on in national security, and I served under multiple uh, administrations. So my, my sense is that uh, you know he is trying to just follow the, the law and follow the uh, or the facts uh, and, and follow the process of where it, it takes them. But and I've said this in other interviews over the past year with respect to these different cases on Donald Trump, whether it's the, the two federal cases, the case in New York or any other case that emerges like these prosecutors have to make these really tough decisions. If you're going to charge a former president with these serious crimes, you like to think the evidence behind each one of those charges is very strong because it doesn't help anyone to bring a weak case to court that you're then going to lose. And as we know with Donald Trump, if one of those weak cases, if he's able you know, to, to, uh, to beat the, the charges or prove holes in the government's case, that just boosts his political fortune. So um, I think that uh, in order you know, to minimize all these concerns about what DOJ is doing and to avoid any sense of politicization, they're, they're trying to bring the strongest possible cases forward, um, supported with the best possible evidence, but they still have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt to to a jury that Donald Trump committed the, the crimes as he's been alleged to. And yeah, we have no idea how that's going to play out when a trial starts. And right now, there's not even a, a date set for, for a trial. 
While the onus certainly falls on the prosecution, how difficult is it to to prosecute a case like this? I mean, these are heavy handed charges. They're they're wide ranging in terms of what they're alleging Donald Trump to have done. How difficult is it to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that Donald Trump is guilty on these four charges? Yeah, it's going to be very difficult. But at the same time, they wouldn't DOJ would not have brought the cases forward if they didn't have the evidence and the right legal team to argue the weight of the evidence in in court. Right. You have to pick the right team in order to to put the best case forward as well. So that will be fascinating to see how it plays out uh, as well. And this is just one of three current cases that, that Donald Trump is facing. So he could just theoretically, he could beat all these four charges, but still face some kind of legal, legal jeopardy for the, the Mar-a-Lago document um, case, or even the New York case, which is also uh, election related. The Mar-a-Lago one obviously is not. So, I think it's going to be really 